Thank you guys, uh, Sam, Tom, Adam, and James uh, for sharing. That was also short notice, but uh, we're not completely done yet. Uh, I wanted to open up for some open mic. Uh, it's not a time for preaching or for long discourses or anything like that. Uh, it's just very simply, if uh, you want to just say how you were blessed or something that you were thankful for, the purpose of today is to celebrate what God has done, uh, to give God glory and to also see each other and, you know, just be blessed because it's, we are the church, you know, it's the people. Uh, and so uh, if there's someone that, that's blessed you, uh, if there's something you're thankful for, you know, to God, I want to give you guys an opportunity to share that. Uh, it's not, again, not meant to be a testimony, you know, length time, but, you know, something like what you saw uh, in this video. So I'm going to be up front with a mic and Gina's going to have a mic. She you can go ahead and stand up Gina in the back. And, uh, if you want to share, just raise your hand. We'll come over and, uh, like Phil Donahue, uh, we'll, well, I dated myself. Uh, we'll give you a mic and, uh, you can share. Um, somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking a dental uh, clinic. So, <laughs> uh, yesterday was our 50, uh, years anniversary wedding. And uh, I'm getting, uh, how many years old now? <laughs> I think I'm 77 now, and becoming a 78th person. And uh, the reason I'm here to ask you to give me my life on the 90s, because I have still my homework to do, which I didn't finish yet. So until I go to my master, my God, my Lord, I'm, uh, I have to offer my homework. And it takes more than 10 years. Thank you. Now, we, we did this at Itaewon uh, earlier in the year, and people were, like, doing this and, you know, jumping up. And I knew here, <laughs> just get a bunch of stairs, you know. So come on. All right, so Lindsay's behind uh, Gina. Go for it, Lindsay. Go ahead and stand up if you don't mind. Hi, um, it's been, I think, like more than two years since I started attending New Philly. I remember when I first came here and Pastor James was preaching about fear. And, oh my goodness, it was like, oh, this church is for me. Because right before I came, I, I attended, I was like praying, Lord, I have so much fear in me. I don't know what to do with all these fears. Like, could you teach me how, what I should do with it? And then, like, he was preaching about fear, and I was like, wow, Lord, you really listen to my prayers. And it's been like that every Sunday. And I remember when I would just cry 
every Sunday because of how much God was just talking to me. And I felt like through this church, um, God speaks to us individually, even with the same sermon. And that's the kind of power that um, I guess this committee has and like what God really works with us. And so I'm just like thankful for everyone who's like attending this church, especially also to Mijong Onni, um, who helped me when I first started attending. Like she would be like, oh, you should eat dinner with us. And <laughs> when I wanted to go home, she would be like, no, you should just come eat jimtak with us. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that made me stay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. Hi, um, I'm Grace, and I'm Young's wife and Judah's mom. Um, I'm going to be really honest. Uh, JM approached our family if we wanted to give a testimony, and um, I told um, Young that I didn't want to um, because it's been a rough season. Um, I think in my heart, I thought that just looking at the celebration and all the good stuff would somehow make it seem like we're not acknowledging all the tough times that we've had. Um, but I realized through today how, um, how wrong I was in the sense that despite all of the tough things that we've gone through, um, God has done so much. And um, I think I've been focusing so much on the burden of Young being an elder of this church during this season or the burden of having had to say goodbye to so many people. Um, but I think God's just reminding me and I think all of us just that rather than focusing on the fact that we've had to say goodbye, um, I think I'm just really thankful for all the people that I have met and that are still here and um, just watching all the videos that people have sent from all over the world. Um, I'm realizing just how uh, awesome God is, is that he would bring us here from New Jersey to come to Korea to meet more people from around the world than when we did when we were living in America, you know? And um, God is just so um, mysterious in the way that he works. And I think uh, just one of the main things that I wanted to remind myself of too is that we have so many testimonies of just life in this um, room too including our son judah he wouldn't be here if we weren't part of this community and if you guys hadn't been holding us up um through prayer and just visiting us and um you know, just I know so many people that were praying, even if they didn't say that they were praying, they never mentioned it or that they never said anything or they might have not even had an individual relationship with us. But I know that this community as a whole has been um, praying for us and and he's walking around and is a living testimony of it. So um, 
I just want to thank you, and um, I know that people have continued to pray for us, um, in, especially in this season, so I also wanted to thank you guys for that. You're talking to me about don't preach a sermon, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love Shilim so much that I plan on getting a hashtag uh, Shilim Strong tattoo on my neck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, for me, um, I shared this in a sermon a couple months ago here at Shilim. And um, for those who don't know, I used to be someone that didn't really like the church or didn't believe in the church and didn't want anything to do with the church. I just wanted to do missions, right? And um, the main reason why God had me go to seminary and stay here in Korea, he wanted to change my heart, and he wanted to heal my heart, and he wanted to teach me what the church was. And I find myself, um, especially in times like these, still asking God, what is the church? (laughs) Like, what does it look like? And still figuring it out. But I know that, I know 100% that my experience here at Shilim um, that was crucial in my understanding of God's church. And I can, I can honestly say that, you know, moving forward uh, with my life, I know that there's something, there's a deposit in me that's always going to be there and a standard of what church looks like to some extent uh, through Shilim. And so I just want to thank you guys for being part of even my life. And I'm really thankful for Shilim. And... Um, I wish I could say something more, but I'm not going to. (laughs) Yeah, but that's it. (laughs) I won't preach. (laughs) Hi, guys. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for Shilim's special to me, not just because, why did I ask what am I? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> not just because you guys allowed us to pastor for three years and were so supportive, so loving, and so, um, yeah, so family to us. But I just wanted to say thank you for accepting even my own mom and dad as yeah, like your own parents, <laughs> calling them Omoni and Abuji, and making this community really like family by accepting whoever walked in through that door. And that's really what I'm proud of Shilin for. And I really boast about this community, even after I stepped down, because I know you guys are the one of, one of the most genuine and loving people I've met. And I know you guys will carry that and to wherever you go. And so I'm so thankful. Um, yeah, and I love you guys very much. Bigyon, go ahead. Bigyon. So I'm feeling a little emotional too, so please uh, bear with me. Uh, It's a very emotional Sunday. 
Um, so I came to Korea three years ago um, from Australia, Sydney, as you all know, to do the intern pastor program. Uh, and this is my third New Philly campus. I first started at Hongdae, and then I was at Sydney, and now Shilim. And it's also the longest uh, New Philly campus that I've been a part of. Uh, as you all know, I um, served as an intern pastor for the first two years that I was here, and the last year <clears throat> I've been focusing on my studies as I've been you know, praying to you know, what God's calling me into. But as I've been here at Shilim, um, you know, as some people have already shared, you know, it hasn't been the easiest or the smoothest ride. And, you know, without going into too much detail, I guess, there, there were definitely a lot of challenges and struggles, especially with all the transitions that we've been through uh, together, and especially in the last year and a half or so, with all the changes, not just with the Shilim campus, but with the wider New Philly campus, um, but I think one thing that I noticed about Shilim, despite all the personal difficulties that I faced, uh, like I was saying, without going into too much detail and not being able to share every, every one of those things, uh, is that people just kept giving and people just kept serving, uh, no matter what. Uh, and that really personally encouraged me. Uh, so when I think about things that I had to organize and run, wh whether it was like the leadership banquets or the Thanksgiving banquets, I wouldn't even have to like go around recruiting like a million people and like trying to like approach people and beg them to help me. People would just be on board and they'd be willing to just serve uh, no matter what. Uh, and so th th that just came very easily, I think, uh, for the Shilin community. And not just with, with that, but just uh, even when James and Sky stepped down uh, and Lydia and James came on board and then, um, yeah, I just remember during those times as well, uh, people just continue to pour out and give and serve uh, in whatever way is possible. And I think this being the longest, or this being the New Philly campus that I've been a part of for the longest, um, that's definitely something that I'm taking away with me, I think, which is, yeah, learning what church is about, uh, even in the midst of the difficulties, which is, it's, it's about the community and it's about uh, serving and it's about, uh, loving one another, and I just hope that as we transition into this next season, whatever it's going to look like, uh, that it will be an opportunity for people to have some rest. Um, but I just really wanted to thank you all, uh, not only for the first two years that I served, uh, but just you know the last three years that I've been here in total, and just for being able to take that away with me. So I'm personally very grateful for that, yeah. I just wanted to uh, say thank you to the Shilim community because um, when I first uh, got the invitation to about this event, I was reminded of how <coughs> the happiest moment and the saddest moment as a family all happened during, like when we were attending Shilim community. The happiest moment would be when I was found out I found out that I was pregnant with Jaden. We all celebrated together, and as we were raising Jaden as a first-time parents, like you guys were like really like extended family to us. So Jaden really loved coming to church every Sunday. 
even though we had no children ministry and he had to be locked up in the ministry room <laughs> most of the time. He was so happy to be here because he was so loved by Emos um, and Samchundir. And yeah, it was re- so even after we moved to Hongdae for the children's ministry, I remember Jaden always loved going, you know, coming back to here more than, maybe more than being in Hongdae because he knew that he was so loved here. And also, um, also for the saddest moment as a family, when we, um, when we found out that we were pregnant with the second child and found out that she would be sick and found out that we had to let her go, uh, it was really hard, but um, you guys were really <clears throat> were there for us and supported us and prayed for us. And I think... If it wasn't for Shilling community, I don't know how we would, you know, <laughs> overcome the time. <laughs> and especially, I'm really thankful for Pastor JM and Sky. They, they were there. And even the things that we couldn't talk to our parents or our family, we were able to share and really get prayed for and got comforted. And... Yeah, I'm really thankful for that. <laughs> I mean, made me cry. So I'm really thankful for, especially Pastor <coughs> JM and Sky. So during that time, we found out, or then our second, yeah, <coughs> when our second. When she had a miscarriage, we were in the hospital, and then it was all the way at the end of Incheon, our hospital. And then that that same day, we called JM, Pastor JM and Scott, and they kind of like dropped everything and just came all the way to the end of the Incheon. That's when we really knew that it it was more than just being our pastors, but the relationship and friendship was just to be there with us. And they didn't say anything about, like, what happened. They just wanted to be there with us. They bought us food. They gave us some books or comic books. or They just wanted to be with us to just show that they were there. And I think that's what was displayed throughout the Shilling community uh, during... Um, just these years, and um, if they weren't here, I think um, Shilim as a community would have faced so many more difficulties from what has happened outside of Shilim that they just stayed so strong, even though I'm pretty sure they had so many difficulties themselves. And I just want to be thankful for Pastor James Sky. And also, on a lighter note, um, I started my first food truck back a long time ago, my first business, and Shilin was always there, and Pastor JP was always, you know, shouting it out, and you guys were supportive, and, you know, even though it kind of, I transitioned to different things between, now I have, me and my wife started a restaurant near our place, and it's doing really well. And during those years, you guys always supported 
almost like six years of my career here in Korea and constantly failing or like having difficulties, you're always supportive. And same thing as Tom shared, this community really just put in those um, empty spots where you didn't know what to do, how to do it, but I think God just placed people to really show the encouragement and the support that uh, we all need, and especially us as a family uh, during those times. So we're really thankful for Shilin. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I want to say thank you all. As a praise leader, uh, the aspect of worship, because uh, I used to be a praise leader in, an, in another community, like before, uh, but um, leading worship praise here in this room with you all, with all of you guys. Um, it sounds kind of weird, but it was kind of easy to lead worship because you guys are all amazing worshipers, so hungry for more of God. And yeah, as I step into the stage and grab my guitar and try to start leading worship, I was always able to feel that hunger and, um, and yeah, thirst, thirst for God. So even myself as a praise leader personally, I was really blessed by all of you guys, and I was really grateful, grateful that I could experience this kind of amazing uh, community who really eager to worship the Lord out of their hearts and out of, out of everything. So, yeah, I'm really thankful for all of you guys, and um, I want to say that you guys are amazing worshipers individually. And you guys will be wherever, maybe we could, of, of course, we're transitioning into MP, uh, you feel his soul, but wherever you are, you guys are always be uh, the worshipers that God loves to see and loves to worship with. Uh, thank you. Maybe just a couple more. Doug? Or up here? Yeah. Hi. Oh, no, it's okay. Should have thought about this before I actually do it. Tom, this is your fault. Okay. I've only been going here since February, and my first year in Korea, I didn't have community, and I really felt like something was missing in my life. And I remember calling my grandmother, she's a very spiritual woman, and I, we prayed for community for my second year in being in Korea, because I was very lonely, and I didn't have that many friends, and I wanted a strong Christian community. We prayed, and Anna brought me out here, which is really, really far from my house. And when I got here, I really felt community, and I really felt loved. And three months later, my grandmother died. And it was the hardest thing I had to go through my entire life. But when I came back that Sunday, I really felt God was talking to me here. And I feel so much better being alone. Not really alone, but like I don't have my family here with me, obviously. So this is my family. And I'm so grateful that I got placed here in, short, in such a short time that I'm so loved. And I know that God loves me even being away from everything that I know. So I just want to thank 
everyone. You know, I had really good conversations with a lot of people here, and I really feel that God is using them to be in my life. So, thank you. Thank you, Father. Hi. Uh, my wife told me to say something, so... <laughs> So I raise my hand. <laughs> it's, um, well, there are so many things to say. Um, I came here 10 years ago and uh, just been here uh, since then. Uh, so many things happened in my life. And here I met my wife and I have a son here. So it's very uh, moving to think that uh, this is a closure for this um, this church, uh, this Shilim campus. Um, um, but I think the theme for the, uh, the, the, the Shilim campus for the last four or five years was uh, something that has to do with fatherhood and the fact that I don't have to do anything but I can just be loved by God. And that was the theme for myself and for our family too. Um, so when I first knew that I was going to have a son, I was very startled because I always thought that I would have a daughter. And I think part of it is because I was afraid to be a father uh, of a son because I, um, I had a fear uh, for the relationship that I had with my father. So in a way, I wasn't confident to how to be a father of, of a son. But I still remember um, looking at Pastor J.M., um, and Pastor John being discipled by those great men. I first, when I talked to God, now I'm going to have a son. How, um, how, like, how should I love him? How should I love my son? The first uh, answer that I still remember is just, just be with him all throughout good and bad. And um, it makes me feel sad to think um, that I won't be with my son when he's growing up, even though he's going through bad things. Um, that kind of made me feel, um, oh, is this the way God also loved myself? And that brought healing to me as I, is still um, to this date as I have my relationship with my son. Um, the greatest thing that I can think of throughout this uh, Shalim campus is that I can just just be myself and know that God is with me and know that he is pleased with me. So um, I'm so grateful that it wasn't just by the voice of God, but it was through the relationship that I have with all of you. It was the, the love that you showed to each other, um, the, the pastor's love to, towards us. All of that kind of was the fruit of having this amazing family um, my wife and my son. So I'm looking forward to what God has for us in the next season. So love you all. Thank you. Okay, G. Hi, I'm G. And I noticed that there are a lot of faces that I don't know. So I do the orphanage ministry with pastors JM and Sky. And over the years that I've been attending Shilim, I brought in so many fatherless kids. And they're the kids that they have a hard time finding a church because whenever they, they attend the church, 
people automatically ask them about their background. As soon as they say that they grew up at the orphanage, people look at them differently. So as I brought them to Shilin family, this was one community that no one accepted them differently or treated them differently. because of their background. Just like what Tom had said, just like other people have said. They just love them as who they are. They didn't have a... They were accepted as who they are. They were probably even loved even more. As I was looking through the videos, Two of the girls from my orphanage got baptized here. And then so many kids, they really felt like they can be free. They, they don't have to hide their identity, but they can be free as they are. And um, I brought the toddlers here as well. And uh, normally I don't bring the most loved ones, I bring the neglected ones here. And then every time I bring the, those kids, they're so loved. They don't even stay with me. They're, they're going around being free themselves. They get hugs and candies and high fives from everyone. And I remember this one kid, Eunsong. Um, my house, my children's home is about an hour away drive. And then he was singing all the way home. That's how this community is like. Uh, I bet they will never be able to find a community that is so accepting and loving for the fatherless. I just wanted to thank you all for loving them. Okay, I'm going to let Albert, Gina, if you want to say something, you can say something. I know you've been carrying the mic. Um, you don't have to. You don't want to. Go ahead, Albert. Yeah. Okay, hello. I am Albert. Um, I just want to say that um, this March, late March, um, I was sent to the ER, um, and for about a month or two, I was stuck at home acting like a crazy person. My parents didn't know why. I didn't know why. And um, I don't know, for some reason, there were people in this community that were highlighted to me. Um, and God, I don't know, gave me um, the supernatural courage to contact them. Um, and so I called them and acted like a crazy person and they came home and they treated me the same and I would act like a crazy person <laughs> and um, I'm still um, struggling with the same illness um, it's not diagnosed um, with anything um, I would just uh, pass out um, a lot. Um, it's hard for me to do anything. Um, I'm taking a break from everything. 
I'm a newlywed. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. But uh, I just wanted to thank this Shilim community um, because I'm a very like bubbly, outgoing, whatever person. But um, it's really hard for me to just genuinely go up to someone and tell them like, I really need you. I really love you. Like, I really like you. Um, but a lot of people here at this community um, are one of them. And when I ask them in my loneliest, painful times, the fact that you guys were there for me and still are, um, it is the fact that I can keep on carrying on. So um, although, you know, Shilim community is now joining, um, the people that were there for me are still here. So I just wanted to ask for a continual prayer uh, for my health. But I just wanted to say that I really, really thank the people and this community. So thank you. Hello, uh, my name is Gina. I'll just share uh, my things. Yeah, Shilim is a very special, precious community. As we all shared, I think the common things are, the, you know, family, community, love and care. Uh, yeah, that's true. Shilim community is not the community that where the gospel is only preached, but demonstrated. Demonstrated uh, through love and care. And when we hear some things going on, some news, uh, mostly uh, bad, uh, I mean, like, whether good or bad, we not only just go for good celebrations, but also we go, you know, you know visit the sick, uh, the lonely, the need. So, um, yeah, that's, like, where we learn God's love, right? Not just, the, you know, preached in the, on the, in the pulpit, but really just see uh, happening in our midst, in our life. And also, I'm really thankful that uh, Shilim community is a family, spiritual family. Uh, no matter where, where we are from, no matter where we are, we feel all accepted. And I also have experienced through the years. But also, this is where I also find found true friends, family and also friends. Because on a very personal level, uh, I have, you know, have a really, really genuine and great and true Friends, yeah, on a personal level and a really deep level, things that I couldn't share publicly or just with anyone, deepest things, but I share with them and just cry with them and go through life together. So through this community over the years, I learned what true friendship means. And I really, really treasure that friendship. And also many people see me as a strong woman, like hiker and adventurer and runner or whatever. But I wasn't like that three or four years ago before Shilim started. I was sick so many times and I was, at some point of my life, I was sick of being sick physically. I wasn't there, but I think through all the challenges, like mostly from just Oak Tree Run and Jerusalem ministry related physical challenges, even right against traffic, it was never 
possible to me. But through a lot of people's encouragement, and just brothers and sisters come alongside, doing it together. We're like war veterans, <laughs> like great. And the many sisters and brothers just doing it together. I learned so much and I grew a lot and, and I'm different. I can tell that I'm a totally different person now, three or four years later. And yeah, I'm really thankful for yeah, all the time that we spent together, whether good or bad. This is the community um, you know, that showed me, that taught me that, wow, families and friends stay together through thick and thin. And no matter what we go through in life, um, this, is, this is God's love demonstrated each, to, to each one of us. And so we've learned the biggest lesson in a Christian life. And um, it's said that Shilin community is, is not going to exist anymore, but we still have people. We still you know, see each other around and as friends, as also com- uh, family in Christ. Yeah, we will, I'm excited to also do life journey with you guys, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you uh, for all of you guys that shared. Um, this has really been a special community, and uh, it's it's been sweet. And you know, for as a speaking as someone in the ministry, sometimes we look for the highlights, like when did. You know, all these kids suddenly give their life to the Lord. Or when did the Holy Spirit move and, and power? And we look back at our life kind of, this is, I'm speaking about missionaries and pastors. It's like, what are the highlights here? You know, what were the, the big moments? And our first Shilam retreat was the fire of God moved in a ways that I had only seen on the missions field. And um, it was so powerful. And as a missionary or pastor, usually you'd look back at that moment like, wow, like, you know, that was the highlight. But now when I look back, it was, that was special. And, you know, Holy Spirit moving is special, but it was really the community at that retreat. I don't know if you guys remember, you know, people went, I went bowling with the Malaysians, you know. Uh, uh, people went to a coffee shop. Other people went hiking. People played games. But it wasn't just that we did activities, but there was genuine love and there's genuine care. And this is what you guys are hearing about so much in these testimonies. And that's what I'm the most proud of. That's what I'm the most blessed by. And, and that's something God's really shown me uh, through my years of ministry is what's most important.